Welcome, it's Amelia Andalion, yoga and meditation teacher. It's Monday, May 24th, 2021, and our guest today is Eleni Yanagritis. I'm excited to have you listen to this episode from Eleni, my friend, and you're gonna hear me actually catching up with her. I haven't caught up with her in years from her being a yoga student of mine to now she's a nurse and now an integrative health practitioner and she's moving on even more, which you'll hear in this episode. And Eleni, she desires to empower all those who suffer from not feeling empowered in their bodies. And she herself will share her personal journey of her journey to health, her journey to empowerment. And as an integrative health practitioner, she works with clients who want to feel amazing in their bodies. She also hosts health and wellness retreats for nurses and has opened up retreats to anyone. So not just nurses, she has some specifically for nurses. She'll share about that. And then also is now opening it up. You'll hear she has some dates coming up later this year. I'm so excited for you to get to hear from Eleni. And she has some important messages to share, especially around health and, and preventative for COVID during these times right now. And this young lady, I am so inspired by her. I kind of think of her as a daughter. <laughs> I kind of saw her. She looked so much like my personal daughter. So whenever I would see her at the yoga studio, we just had this, this relationship and, um, and hearing what she's up to, I'm just really proud of her. And I'm so excited to share it with you today in this episode. And today, as I'm recording to this, it's also the full moon. So at the end of this episode, I'm going to suggest some ways to set up a meditation or set your intentions or release what doesn't serve you during this powerful full moon. Thank you so much for being here. As always, I appreciate any ratings, any reviews. Get in touch with me. There'll be more information about Eleni in the episode notes and how you can contact me. Thank you so much for being here. Enjoy the episode. Peace out. I want to share a brief thank you and a generous offer from my sponsor, ubindi.com, U-B-I-N-D-I.com. They are offering a 50% discount on their essentials plan, the annual plan, by using the discount code AMELIA, all in caps, A-M-E-L-I-A. Ubindi.com is the website that I use to manage my bookings, to enable payments, to add courses. It's perfect for an instructor like myself who doesn't have a studio. It's affordable, it's easy to use. Check it out, ubindi.com. You'll find the website in my episode notes and use the discount code A-M-E-L-I-A, Amelia, all in caps. Thanks for being here. Welcome, Eleni. It's so good to have you on my podcast today. How are you doing? Hi, Amelia. It's so nice to hear your voice. I am doing well, um, as well as can be. <laughs> it's been an early start for me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So you and I, we haven't seen each other. Oh gosh. Since Baptiste Power Yoga San Francisco, I think in the studio, it's been a couple of years. So before, before the shutdown, I haven't seen you since then. Right. Yeah. Forgetting something. <laughs> no, it's been two years and yeah. I really miss that studio. I miss 
everyone there and we were supposed to meet I think like a year ago for your retreat and that didn't happen either (laughs) Oh, oh my gosh yeah, yeah, we had these plans for Bali and the yoga surf retreat and I'm and still like hoping someday, <laughs> hoping someday. But today we get to learn more about you and um and hear about the retreats that you are offering and hosting and I've been really really happy following you on social media and I was intrigued when I heard about these nurse yourself retreats that you are offering to students and what you've been up to. And um, and before we get into that, there's a few things. One, would you let me know, like where, I actually don't even know where you're at right now. I know you, you're not in San Francisco anymore, right? You've moved and, and where are you actually living right now? I am in Los Angeles, California. You are a nurse, yes? Yes, I am a nurse. I just don't currently work in the hospital. Um, my last shift was last Wednesday, <laughs> but I am, I, I still hold the title as a nurse. And you've been transitioning, which we're going to be getting into and liked, which I want to hear about. Um, and before we get into that, would you mind sharing your story, which I was, I didn't know this about you until we started talking and, and exchanging some messages about your health journey or what you call your journey mm-hmm. to empowerment. Of course. So I'm going to begin with me as a little girl. Oh my goodness. I would, (laughs) my mom would make me drink a glass of milk every day and I would be in the restroom for like an hour after. Mm. And my mom as a nurse was like, hmm, maybe it's the lactose. Maybe you're lactose intolerant. And so I stopped drinking dairy at a young age and that sort of helped, but I still suffered from digestive issues. And Um, When I went to college, I really began to feel the health, my health kind of shift. It it went from like, I had a really speedy metabolism and I was, um, I was very thin. And then all of a sudden I gained 15 pounds. And (laughs) I mean, the cafeteria food wasn't really helping as a uh, freshman in college where it was unlimited food. So, I started to suffer from acne, and I thought that, you know, I was looking online and people were saying it's hormones. And it made kind of sense to me because I started to fill out my womanly shape in a way you can say. Like before, I was, um, I didn't have many womanly characteristics. So, I thought maybe I'd go to the doctor. But I didn't have health insurance at the time, so I went to Planned Parenthood, and I asked them for birth control because, well, also I told the doctor about um, my acne, and so she prescribed me birth control, and within a few months, I gained another, like, 15 pounds, and I just did not feel energized at all. I and then on top of that, my digestive issues like I was already having um, not really a comfortable bowel bowels, but this time it was just like I would have a lot of bloating and it was just very uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to go out. And so I kind of went on my own health journey and I started to get really curious about what was happening inside my body. And I followed this integrative functional medicine doctor, Dr. Cabral. I started to religiously listen to all his podcasts because 
for the first time ever, I was exposed to the kind of medicine where they don't just treat whatever is uh, shown on you, like your symptoms, but they treat what's actually happening on a root level basis in your body. Mm-hmm. So I, I started to eliminate certain foods like gluten. I was already eliminating dairy, so that was easy for me, but I saw immediate improvements in my health and overall um, demeanor, I guess you can say, after I started taking out gluten and watching the amount of processed foods that I was putting into my body. And then after that, I still was kind of curious. So then I ran some blood work, um, functional lab test, and I was able to see what was going on inside my gut and seeing what kind of vitamins and minerals I was deficient in. And then I realized um, in one of the tests, I had parasites. (laughs) And I, I was a big fan of sushi and like raw fish. So that could have definitely um, been one of the reasons why I had parasites. But anyway, went on my parasite cleanse. And um, yeah, I've been just doing a lot of different things for my health, but I've never felt more empowered because I have taken care of what was actually causing a lot of my symptoms, which was an unhealthy gut. Wow. Wow. So, um, Okay, so I just want to get clear on you did your own labs. So this was not ordered by a doctor. So this was kind of your self-diagnosis and using maybe some information from the the podcast from Dr. Cabral? Yes. So he has functional medicine labs that you can order on his website. And you can work with health coaches uh, and they basically decipher your labs for you and they put you on protocols and that's what I did. Wow. So, okay. So after this, um, you did a, did you get rid of all the parasites? I guess I assume. Yeah. Did you get tested again? Yeah. And did it show that your parasites were gone? Yeah. And then did your digestive issues, did they go away? Yes, they did. I honestly, I, I feel so amazing in my gut area. I know whenever I do have gluten, though, that will um, tear my stomach up a little bit. But for the most part, it, my gut issues have like 95% resolved. Wow. Okay. So dairy, you had already decided to eliminate. Mm-hmm. And then gluten. So you're not, yeah, you're not necessarily celiacs or did you get tested for that or? I'm just sense I'm sensitive to gluten and basically gluten I mean as you know it tears apart your your membrane in your stomach. Mm-hmm. And so the more that you have it the more that it it seeps through the intestinal membrane which causes a lot of imbalances in our body. Right. Depending on how how amazing your gut lining is. Yeah. And then the time frame like how long did this did all of this happen? Like by the time you started, you know, do these, you, you noticed you were having the digestive issues and then you started to listen to Dr. Cabral and then you did the tests and then you started feeling better. Like how long did that actually take? Hmm, It was probably like two to three years. Okay. Yeah. I would say, yeah, it was not like a fast process. I mean, it, it takes a while to figure out what is really going on inside of you and then really sticking to a plan. 
Okay. So by the time you got the results of your test and you saw that it was parasites, from that point, how long did it take before you started feeling better in your gut? Three months. Three months. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it took, took longer just to do the diagnosis or find like the right tests or find Dr. Cabral and all mm -hmm. of that. And then three months of, and what was the, can you describe or briefly describe what was the process that you did to get rid of the parasites? Yeah. So it's a three month protocol. It's, it's a little lengthy. I mean, it's a little complicated to describe over the, over here, but basically you take two different kinds of medicines each month. And, um, and then you, it's to kill the parasites, then to um, open up your, your intestinal membrane in a way and then seal it up. So it's mm -hmm. a three month process. It's a, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> wow. And all that time you said you were working with a, a health coach or somebody mm -hmm. was guiding you while you were. Yes. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's that's amazing that you happened to listen to Dr. Cabral and that podcast, and um, and then you were an, an advocate, a health advocate for yourself. It's like you were you were determined with your own determination, and and with all of this, where were you in your nursing education while all this was happening? Well, when I first started to get curious about my health was my first year of nursing school, so I was. By the time that I figured most of it out was by my junior year of of nursing school. So I, my third year. Okay. So you were, I'm trying to picture this and remember when I was in college, <laughs> which was a long time ago. And I remember college was challenging. So you're telling me that while you were in college, you were experiencing these health challenges and you took it upon yourself to do your own tests and pretty much do what you can to heal your gut or, or make yourself feel better. Exactly. Yeah. All while you're in college and studying and, and all that stuff. Wow. That is amazing. Eleni. Thank you so much. And that's, yeah. My mission is to show everyone that they are completely capable of their own health. Like if you have the right tools and you have the foundation and support, you can do anything you want. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. And I also hear the, the positive mindset, you know, that you had, you know, to, to know and believe that you, you could, you know, be in your own, being your own doctor, your own nurse, your own advocate and like seek the information. And, um, and sometimes it means questioning what you hear maybe from a doctor, if you're not getting better. Right. And getting the results and getting a second opinion, a third opinion and, and different, different perspectives, which I think um, functional medicine is considered. I don't know if it's getting more mainstream, but it's a little bit alternative way of looking than our Western Western doctors. I don't know. Does that sound correct? Yes, I just don't really believe that Western medicine enforces diet as something that can completely change your health in like 360, you know, because at the end of the day, our food is our medicine because we have food every day. We eat every day. That's something that we, we have the power to control. And so, yes, medicine can be great. There's a place and time for medicine, but it's not something that 
you can, I mean, you can do for the rest of your life. But for me, I I was so young when, <laughs> when I started to feel these health ailments that I was like, I'm not going to be on medicine for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. got to be another way. Right, right. Yeah, and then you continue to be, um, you know, witnessing what was going on around you. So would you share, like, what did you experience witnessing your mom as a nurse and and her practice of self-care and what you noticed with your nurses? And it led you to this other path and project you have that you're passionate about, about your Empower retreats for nurses. Yes. So as a... As a little girl growing up, my mom was, um, she's actually a single mom. So I saw her go through nursing school and then I saw her become a nurse and nurse others, but she took care of herself last. And the way that she would cope would not be in, in healthy ways. And as a little girl, seeing that it just, it tore me apart and I always wanted her to to discover ways to care for herself uh, healthy in a healthy manner. And then when I went to nursing school, the same thing happened. I was going to school with these amazing nurses and they would take care of themselves last in a way of they would eat the unhealthiest foods. They would cope by going out and partying. And I was guilty of it as well. Um, But I felt like there needed to be a shift in the way that we cope because it isn't healthy long term, especially when we know that we are going to be caring for people who are vulnerable and we're going to be having to pour our cup into their cup. So if we're pouring from from a completely empty cup, it's not going to feel authentic for our patients. And it just never made sense to me. And so I coined a term nursing before nursing when I was in nursing school, which basically stands for caring for the nurse, you, me, um, caring for me before the actual nurse. And I actually was able to present this at a summit in Ohio called Building Resiliency in Health in Healthcare Workers. And it was really amazing because I was able to carry this out even after I presented this topic into hosting retreats for nurses where I would build a foundation so that they can go on these retreats and know that they are seen, they are heard, and these emotions that they feel can be um, can be handled in, in ways to make them feel empowered. And when I say make them feel empowered, I'm saying um, developing self-care rituals where they feel like they are giving back to themselves before they give back to their patients. And so, yeah, that's how these retreats were, were made. Um, and I am really, really happy to see more nurses caring for themselves because even my mom went on the last retreat that I hosted, um, for healthcare providers and she told me that she like felt so rejuvenated after re- the retreat she was excited to go to work she was excited to care for her patients and i think that's something that all 
all healthcare professionals should feel. They shouldn't feel drained when they go see their patients. They should they should feel like they have they're fulfilling their purpose. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is that's a great way of of using what you've learned and what you've observed, you know, in a way of being of service. You know, we talk about that in yoga a lot. Um, you know, our dharma being of service and I know that you are a yoga student and, and you've been trained and as a yoga teacher. And, um, you know, and I'm thinking the last time I saw you at Baptist Yoga San Francisco, Baptist Power Yoga San Francisco, mm-hmm. that you, I think you had just mentioned you were either on your way to that summit to present this, you know, this topic, or you had just presented. I mean, I'm just, I'm having a, a recollection mm-hmm. of, of us having that conversation and it's it's so great just to see what has you know what are the fruits you know of you planting the seed and and how it seems like it's been received really well you know by your mom and and the other nurses and I love that merces it's like mm-hmm. em, em, mercing right with an m mercing like taking yes. care of the me you know the the self-care yes not not male nursing yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, everyone's like, "Wait, you're you're talking about male nurses, right?" I was like, "No, no, no." <laughs> Mercing, okay, yeah, that's awesome. That's so great. So, would you describe uh, what what would you do? Like, what? Let's say that there's a nurse out there, and she mm-hmm. feels like she wants to experience some mercing mm-hmm. <laughs> or attend one of your empower retreats. What what does it look like typically? Yeah, so every day uh, starts off with morning rituals. And basically, it sets the intention for the day. And just like when we are out of the retreat, I want everyone to take away from the retreat and bring it back to real life. Otherwise, it would, the retreat would be pointless. Um, So every day we start out with intention setting and with some journaling, movement, a little bit of yoga, and we do connection exercises. So we connect with our fellow nurse friends, and I put them through connection exercises. And then after that, we have a very healthy meal. By the way, we all our meals are all functional medicine approved, I guess you can say, but they're all healthy, organic, uh, Basically, all the foods that I have eaten to heal my gut, and I want other nurses to realize how much vitality they will feel once they feed their body with the right nutrients. So then we have breakfast, and then we go on a hike and um, explore nature, connect with nature, because that is very important um, to feel more connected with one another as well. And then we come back. And then we have lunch. And then, are you asking me for the agenda? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's great. Yeah, just an idea of like what happens, what happens at a, at a at one of your retreats. So yeah, so yeah. you're giving us a a great picture. I can visualize like the meals. So it's like the healthy meals. Yeah. So that's like every day. What are your retreats like? Five to seven days, or a weekend, well, or um, it's four days, three nights four days, three nights. Okay. Mm -hmm. So and they get to have food, they do some yoga that you get to connect to nature. Mm -hmm. And um, like, what other types of things do you do? Is that basically it? Or Each time I have like 
um, I invite a, like a guest speaker. Last time was a psychotherapist, and she put us through exercises as well. And, um, and then last time I also had a Zumba instructor, so she taught us Zumba. Um, but basically, the whole premise of my retreats, and I think the reason why people feel so empowered after is through the connections that we make with one another. And we realize that our pain is meant to be shared in a way of we're all feeling the same thing and maybe not to the same magnitude, but we all have these hidden, hidden gems that I I want to call them gems because I think I think everyone's like a treasure box, you know, and once you open it up and then you get to see all these gems, you realize why they are the person that they are. And so the goal of my retreats is to have people realize their own gems and for them not to be scared to share them because they, those gems make them, make them powerful in a sense of they make them feel like they can relate to everyone else. So it's a beautiful perspective. You know, what if, you know, what if all of us could feel that way? I, I actually feel like I want to feel that way. <laughs> I want to feel that way is like that. That's such a great description, just being able to open up a treasure box mm-hmm. and seeing all the gems, you know, within us. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Yeah. And I feel like in our society, it's, I'm kind of going on a tangent, but I just, I have been recognizing this pattern that people have in terms of, I mean, it doesn't even have to be alcohol, but people tend to hide away their, their emotions or what makes them feel like they are um, not isolated, but makes them feel separate from others. And then they have these tendencies to cover up those, those isolating beliefs instead of of reaching out to others. So I think that the more that we tap into why we want to run away and then realize like those things that make us want to run away are actually things that help us connect with others. um, It makes it makes life a lot more, a lot more authentic. (laughs) Yeah. You know, in our, um, our Baptist yoga teacher training, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about our, our heart shares and, mm-hmm. and, you know, talking like from, like from our heart and like our own stories and, and how was that a connection to people is because it makes us relatable, right? When our, when we were able to share our vulnerability. And um, I, I recently had a yoga student share with me, I was talking to her and I was having, I was having a rough moment and, and it wasn't exactly a breakdown, but I just kind of just let her know I was having a, a tough, a tough time. And, and she, she thanked me so much. She's like, you know, you know, that is the best thing. If I can hear a yoga teacher mm-hmm. <laughs> say that she also is going through like real human emotions, it gives me the permission or reminds me that I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not alone in the feelings of suffering. And it sounds like that that's what you're, you're offering that space you know, that space and the time and the, um, you know, the way that you're, you're asking questions and letting the nurses like open up, open up and share and be vulnerable. And that's, that's really powerful, creating that safe, safe place 
to be vulnerable and open with each other. Yes, exactly. And I feel like when you're open, you're able to go through the breakthroughs, right? And then Mm -hmm. the breakdowns and then the breakthroughs. So Mm -hmm. that, that in itself is so empowering. So I'm really grateful. I'm able to bring people together and allow them to kind of open up their treasure chest and then share their jewels and their gems with one another. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also coming from you, you coming from a a really authentic place and sharing your, your personal journey with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because a lot of people my age, you know, when they, when they want to go out or have fun, it's usually they, they numb together, they drink together so that they can forget together. And instead of forgetting, why not like remember and then, then figure out, figure out what's there. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I, I like to shift. I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, this is kind of like shifting the paradigm and how we relate to our pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would you share, since you mentioned um, age, like how mm-hmm. old are you? I'm 23. You're 23. Yeah. So that's young. Well, I think <laughs> for me. <laughs> and I find I find it so beautiful and refreshing, like the wisdom that you are sharing and that you've gained in your, your years already. And I know that you started this, you know, and that maybe that's the blessing of your health journey starting at a young age, that you've already had years, maybe a decade or, or you know, more, you know, feeling like you have... Um, you as a health advocate, you know, now as a nurse and now how to heal your gut and now being a, being a a teacher and a retreat leader, you know, to help, to help others and, and all that. And you're only 23 (laughs) and how there's so much that you can do, you know, at any, at any age. And um, yeah, and I hope there's, there are people listening. So whatever age there might be nurses that are older that have never, ever been on a retreat. And maybe they've never heard the message that you've shared that it's like, hey, nurses and hey, all of you out there that are helping others, remember to take care of yourselves and how you're also saying that, you know, there might be people out there in their 20s that are what you're saying, numbing out or partying and that there's you're offering another way. Exactly. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, yes, yeah. I think it, it you for me. Even if people, even the people at the last retreat who didn't even know what to expect, they, once they were willing to open up, they, there was so much light that just beamed out of them out after the retreat. And so it was just a really special thing to watch. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of like opening up the curtains <laughs> that you felt like you needed to close up for, you know, however many years that you're living and then finally you're just open them and you're like, yes, this is me. And if you don't appreciate who I am really, then you probably don't belong in my life. Right. Yeah. That we're not um, connecting in the same vibration. So it's like, let me find somebody else who vibes with me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And you can really feel that with people too. Like um, I've been realizing the people who are really authentic and in their power, you can feel that like it's different vibrations. Do you feel like that? (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, Eleni, that's, you know, I'm much older than you. <laughs> I, wish that I, I wish that I was having these types of conversations at your age, you know, way back when. But, you know, I've spent many, many years and decades um, trying to make myself um, be in relationship with people that I did not vibe with because mm. I wasn't I wasn't in awareness of it and then um, and now though I can feel I can feel it in my gut I can feel it in my solar plexus I mean that's that's where I tend to feel it sometimes in my throat I know where the physical sensations are so now I have that listening to my inner wisdom that I know for whatever reason it's not that there's anything wrong with the other person but we're just not compatible for some reason but i also i also have a belief now in as an as an energy healer that you know it could be something in an in a past life i mean i actually i just really don't know why mm-hmm. and um and i've been learning not to force myself to try to be in relationship with people that consistently over and over and over that i'm just not there's a there's a sense of unease mm, yeah you know in my body and that, and just, and just trusting that and trusting it and feeling it. And then it's, and it's okay. And I can check myself. It's like, okay, is it me? You know, maybe there's something for me to discover about myself, something for me to shift or clean up and to make that relationship work or those vibes work. And, um, and if not, it's okay. It's okay to move on. But I didn't know that at your age, Eleni. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that at 23. <laughs> I definitely believe that we're all walking each other home, you know, and yeah. The more that we can open up and see where people are really coming from, the better. But also there's a fine line between forcing yourself to really try and see where the other person is coming from, because that's so much of your energy Mm -hmm. kind of getting drained (laughs) constantly if you keep trying. So I think that it's the another exercise that we do on the retreats is like what we did at yoga teacher training which is finding out what your values are because i think that or i know that once you figure out what your values are then you can really separate yourself from people or events or things that don't serve you and then you can commit yourself to the things that are going to benefit you and serve your values Mm-hmm. Well, Eleni, um, I know you have you have another retreat coming up, correct? Yes, I do. Yeah, so tell us about that. So the next one is actually in Al- Alpache. I hope I'm not butchering that. It's in Arizona. It is June 24th through the 27th, and this is open to anyone really who is wants to connect in an authentic way. And the same premise is like my nursing retreats is to empower those connections. So yeah. And then I, after that one, I have another healthcare one, actually, I'm I'm having it in Bali. <laughs> oh, great. So that, that one's in September. Awesome. Are, can you fly into Bali yet? They're going to open the borders July 1st, I believe. Oh, okay. Awesome. I didn't, I didn't know that. So thanks for the update. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I'm pretty sure they're opening up the borders July 1st, um, yeah. depending on how um, how the COVID situation is. I don't know yeah. whether I, by saying that word, I may have, <laughs> I hope I didn't do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. No worries. <laughs> well, maybe we can so, cut that out. 
<laughs> so, um, you know, I've heard, you know, because I lead retreats and I have students asking me and, and people want retreats so badly right now. Mm. I mean, people are just like, you know, not just missing retreats because, you know, it's been two years, but just everything that we've been through, you know, I think is like something that we could all use right now, you know, so if you can pull it off and I can, if I can pull it off, you know, if all of you running retreats out there, if you can pull it off, I know people, if they can, they, they want to be there. So, um, yeah, so blessings to everybody, all of you retreat leaders, you know, trying to organize your retreats and then, um, yeah. So, okay. So the one in June, you said it's open to everyone. Mm -hmm. So not just for nurses. Is that right? Yes. It's, oh, okay. um, it's actually, I, I kind of did it. I planned this one like two weeks ago, which I'm basically a huge premise of it is to create these authentic connections, but it's also kind of like a, a goodbye before I am actually embarking on my own journey to travel the world. So I won't be here in, in Los Angeles for too much longer. So mm. I'm, that's one of the reasons why I'm having this retreat in the U.S. before I leave. Nice. And then and then September in Bali. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds so exciting. And to wrap up, like I always ask my guests these um, three questions or your top three ways of how you would suggest our listeners to stay spiritually fit. Three top ways. Okay. Number one, because it's fresh on my mind, is definitely awareness for your body, for your mind, for your spirituality. And so waking up and instead of going to your phone, going to your journal or meditating, doing something to connect with yourself. And then number two, eating food that nourishes your body. I think that the more that we are conscious about what we put in our body, the more that we can emanate love and happiness as well, if that even makes sense. But I mean, 90% of our serotonin is made in our gut. So it makes complete sense, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then thirdly, is to create authentic connections in a way where you can open up and be completely you to at least five people in your life. Because Mm. I think that the more that you can be completely yourself and feel empowered in your connections, the more that you're able to connect to everyone. And soon that five is going to be 20 and then a hundred. And then it's just, everyone's just going to, you're just going to feel connected to everyone because you're going to feel closer to yourself in a sense of we're all walking each other home. Mm -hmm. So those are my three. Yeah. Oh, those are great. I love that. And, you know, I, I I haven't heard that last one, you know, being authentic to five, at least five people. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And then my, my final question is, since COVID or these shutdowns, you know, what was the what was the gift? What was the blessing that came out of this last year and a half, last two years for you? Definitely committing myself to my values in a sense of I realized how not how short life is because it's not like actually yeah because I was working in a on a COVID unit and I saw a lot of people pass away and it was 
it was a hard time where I was juggling my values because I do value health a lot and compassion. And I was giving compassion to my patients, but I felt a burnout in a sense of I was just so disappointed to see how these patients were helpless in a way of they didn't have the tools to have a strong foundation for COVID. A lot of the patients that I saw had some kind of comorbidity, hypertension, diabetes, which can all be prevented with lifestyle. And so for me, I felt lost in a way of I felt like I sh- my voice should have been stronger in the community. And there wasn't much that I could do when I was at the hospital. So it brought me to opening my eyes in a sense of seeing that I can spread my wings and I can leave the hospital and I can make a bigger impact outside of the hospital, which is why I left my job a week ago to pursue health coaching more so. And also I'm currently getting my midwifery and my women's health nurse practitioner certification so that I can practice holistically in my own autonomy, in my own power. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this pandemic has honestly shown me my my true strengths and has recommitted, I have recommitted myself to my values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can hear the the purpose, your your sense of purpose coming out in you know through what you've learned and observed and and that's such a great message that you know preventative or you know there there's talk about um, you know boosting your immune system to so that so that you don't have to end up in the hospital or on a ventilator with COVID or or maybe not even end up in the hospital. But is that message really really um, out there really loud, you know, the way that you are saying maybe it's not, you know, that we could we could do more in our diet and our lifestyle and um, and how you're going to do that now with autonomy mm-hmm. on your on your own. Exactly. So yeah, I'm really excited to see what what is up next. I'm letting you know. I'm trusting the process and trusting my values and and I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited for you too, Eleni. And so listeners know where they can follow you or maybe join one of your retreats or just, you know, just see what you're up to. Would you let let us know? So first of all, because I know we talked about this earlier, but um, would you pronounce your first and last name so they know how you pronounce it? <laughs> yes. Eleni Yenigridis. It is a, it's a very Greek name. Okay. <laughs> so it's a, it's kind of a mouthful. Yes. So I, my, in, my personal Instagram is my name, Eleni Y-U-N, Eleni Yoon. So Eleni Yoon is my Instagram. And then that's where I post retreat stuff. But if you wanted to follow just a retreat, it is Empower Retreats. And then my website is empoweredbyleni.com. Nice. Yeah. And I'll put I'll put all of that in the in the episode notes. But um yeah, I wanted to hear you share it and I wanted to hear you pronounce your, your name. And I didn't know you were Greek until um until you told me. Right now? No, yeah, because I thought you were—I thought you were Asian. 
because I felt like I could see that. I was like, gosh, you look like my daughter. No, I am. I'm half Greek and half Korean. You're half Greek and half Korean. Okay. So I didn't know about the Greek part. (laughs) And I wasn't sure. Yeah. And now that you're telling me, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a Greek last name. I wasn't quite sure where that was coming from. So, um, yeah, that's so fun. That's fun to know. But um, I really loved talking to you, Eleni. And I love getting to know new things about you. And uh, and I'm so proud of you. I mean, I feel like I met you, um, you know, it's been years ago. And I, I do kind of feel like I see you as a daughter <laughs> sometimes just because you were young. And I've kind of seen you go to school and then grow. And now you're like, you know, taking on the world with your what you feel passionate about with your your new your new career and getting some more education. And um, yeah, I'm just so inspired by what you're doing and how you're listening to your intuition and following your heart. And um, yeah, I feel like you're just really up to some amazing, amazing, amazing things. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Amelia. I wish you could see my smile. Like I wish that I was (laughs) in your presence right now, feeling your good energy because so that you could see my smile. I've been smiling the entire time. It's really nice to hear from you. And I can't wait to hear more about your journey and what life has for you. Um, But thank you so much again for having me on here. I have been listening to your past podcasts, and I'm really inspired by a lot of the people you have interviewed. So thank you. I am really appreciate you. Yeah, thank you so, so much. And um, you have an amazing and amazing day. And you and I will be in touch. I know. Well, we uh, we stay in touch. And um, yeah, I will. I'm holding on to like that moment when you and I can see each other in person and give each other a big, a big hug. <laughs> well, me too. I'm super duper excited for that day already. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for being here, Eleni. Thank you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. All right. Thanks. You too. Bye. Thank you so much to Eleni for her words of wisdom and for her sharing her stories. I really, really loved hearing what Eleni is up to. And to wrap up, the three ways to stay spiritually fit that Eleni shared was one, awareness. So to be aware. There's so many ways. Those of you that listen to this podcast, we meditate, we do yoga, get out of nature. How can you be aware as you are moving through your life, through your moments and your day and your evening? Two, nourish your body. So it's such a basic message, but think about is that food that you're putting into your mouth and even how you're eating it, maybe even blessing your food, how you're receiving it. Are you are you paying attention? Are you aware while you're eating? So then you can do two birds and two birds and one stone <laughs> with the awareness and nourish your body. So nourish your body is number two. Awareness is number one, nourish your body is number two. And then the third one, which I love and I hadn't heard before, was be yourself with at least five people. And she talks about and that starts with five, then maybe goes to 20 and on and on and on. And what a wonderful thing to have that reminder to think about, hmm, how many people am I really fully authentic, fully myself? And that's a great awareness that I actually am practicing myself. So thank you, Eleni, for those three suggestions to stay spiritually fit. And then final reminder, how can you connect with Eleni? You can reach her on Instagram 
at Eleni Yun, and I will put this in the episode notes. That's E-L-E-N-I-Y-U-N. And then you can also go to her uh, website at empoweredbyeleni.com. And uh, she has two actually Instagram accounts and her second Instagram account for her retreats is Empower Retreats. So there's two R's, there's, there's Empower and then the word retreats again. All right, my friends, those are all gonna be in the episode notes. You can get that there. And today, during the full moon, so tagging on to what Eleni mentioned, I love how she, she felt like she got clarity and so many of us did during this time of shutdown. We had time to think and reflect and, and she mentioned values. So when you're thinking about during a full moon release, which is energetically a powerful time to release what does not serve you or setting your intentions. And if you are curious and maybe something is not coming to mind, consider your values. It's like, are you living your life aligned with the values that are important to you? So one thing you can do is set intentions that are aligned with the values that are important to you. And then the second thing is, are there things that you are doing or participating in or or spending your time and your effort in that is not in align with your values? Maybe those are the things, or maybe there's one thing for you to release that doesn't serve you because it's not aligned with your values. So think about that, values. When, when Eleni shared that in this episode, I thought, wow, that's a, that's a really great reminder as a measurement, as a measuring stick. It's like, what am I, how am I leading my life? Am I aligned with my values or am I not? Simple, simple, give that a try. All right, my friends, I'm so grateful you're here. I'm recording more guest episodes, so I'll be doing every other week. I'll be doing a guest episode and then back to a meditation or a yoga class and back to a guest episode. And I'm excited to bring more of my guests to you for you to get to know more amazing friends and teachers and hear more nuggets of wisdom. And as always, I'm grateful that each and every one of you are here. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Reach out to me. I'd love to hear. I love to hear when people tell me that there is something in an episode that sparked some inspiration or they took off and listened to something that one of our our teachers, our guests shared. All right. Take care. Have a beautiful, beautiful evening. Those of you setting your intentions for the full moon, release what doesn't serve you and set your intentions. Manifest. Trust that. Manifest. Send it out into the universe. All right. Good night. Good night. Good evening. Good day. Whatever time it is. I'll see you next time.